Welcome to Minority Corner, where we take an introspective look at the world through an intersectional lens. I'm James, he, him. I'm a queer political activist, actor, comedian, self-proclaimed sexy blurred. That's a um, black blurred. And each week, I'm joined in the corner by other fabulous minorities and some allies tackling the news, pop culture, politics, media, entertainment, and history with a little self-care, self-love sprinkled throughout, all for our own personal and collective empowerment. Well, hello there, Corner Kids. We are officially back, and we're black, and I mean, you already knew that. But uh, there's no one else I'd rather start our new year off than the queen of Minority Corner herself. It is Aneke Fitzclark. So much going on, so much to talk about, and y'all, it is the rule of threes when it comes to celebrity losses, and we dive into that and celebrate the three back-to-back losses that we have experienced. And we also need to go into the Golden Globes and what is going on over there. We've got some winners, we've got some losers, but with the Golden Globes, I mean, it's already an award show that's losing in itself. But uh, there are some great winners that we are definitely going to celebrate some landmark moments. So we're going to dive into that. And when will Will Smith get his Oscar, folks? I mean, come on, it's about time. And then in the main corner, I'm going to educate y'all on Seneca Village. We've been talking about this. It's been bumped so many times. Starting out this new year off right, giving it to ya. It is about Seneca Village, the historical black neighborhood that is or was right where Central Park is. Absolutely. Find out what happened to this prominent black neighborhood in the heart of Manhattan. It's a story that you'll need to absolutely hear. Shocking, and you'll see the lines of how this kind of stuff still happens today. So here we are kicking off our new year off right. It's time to learn, laugh, and play. Let's go. Um, new year, new us. Look at us. We've made it. 2022. And I have a confession to make. Oh, what's that? I have been struggling with saying the word 2020. I get confused because. Yes. It's it is get, hard. That second two throws me off because I or the third. By the time I get to the third one, I'm like, didn't I already say enough twos? Mm-hmm. Are we there yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I get. <laughs> it's one of I don't know things. how to say it. I mean, I'll tell you right now. This is 2020. The first I knew what to do. Boom, boom. 2020, 2021. Right. But the uh, yeah. So tell me, how do I do it? I don't know. I'm just saying that 2022 is the first year that sounds like oh. future talk to me. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we get there. Right. 2021 was like a little bit. It was like a rev up. But mm-hmm. now 2022, did I say it right? And I always judge myself because I'm like, I think I said too many 20s. Are it's, there enough twos? It's a lot of twos. We're dealing with I a, think once we a get of... to next year, I'll be fine. 2023, that's easy. It's just the, it's too many twos. Also, you like the number 23. How do you know? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> You're born on Look the 23rd. Look at you knowing me. Tell You're, me more. Tell me more about me. I love you. Are it. I love you were born on the 23rd. So of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love a good reflection. Call right me Christina Aguilera. This is Mulan. Is this I'm my telling reflection? you, I know you. I know your inner secrets. This isn't just a guest host. This is family coming in. Bam, We're having a little family shalam. reunion. This is and I know that you like the number 23. Love it. I lap it up. I can't get it. I mean, that's also probably why I'm like, mm, 2022. Like, get over it. Like, I right. love, get me to the next thing. Twenty. My number's coming up. It's my mm. lotto. It's yeah. going to be a good year. I love it. I can't wait. 2023. I know. I, I think feel like, like 20... even, mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's amazing, I mean, there's always amazing Marvel movies coming out, but I mean, mm. you got uh, Ant-Man, the mm-hmm. Quantum of Solace. Or Quantumania. Quantumania. <laughs> That's going to be out. Thor, <laughs> Love and Thunder. Yes. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I mean, it's just going to be, Ooh. I mean. It'll Those be are all 2023. Time. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, look then, at you! Be knowing I the calendar. I mean, and like I got 2023, girl. I got it planned out. You do. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening this year. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't <laughs> care less. Get me to 2023. Well, excuse you. There's something very big happening at the very end of this year. It might as well Your be 2023. Birthday. Yes, but it's a big birthday. <laughs> it's a big oh, birthday. Oh snap! Right. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> thank you. I'll be turning 39 again at the end of this year. No, I'll be turning. I'm owning Wait, it. You did 39 this year? I thought yeah. you did. Okay. I don't, I'm 39. I guess that's how the calendar works. Dang, I thought you were 38, but you did that last year. You already did that. I already did that. Been you there, done, done that. Put that. that in the box. Ship it off to sea. <laughs> I have opened up 39. Seems very boring so far. But you know what? <laughs> the end. Of 2022 <laughs> and entering 2023, I will be forte. And I okay. am, you know, I feel good about it. I'm ready to be in my 40s. See, it's going to be a dope year. It's going to be a dope year. And you know why I know this? Because okay. I was watching an Angela Bassett uh, in style Ooh. My YouTube algorithm just knows mm-hmm. me so well. It was like, don't you want to watch this 10-minute video of Angela Bassett talking yep. to the camera through InStyle? I mean, yes, come I on. Do. I love those. I <laughs> I love these new videos when they're like, there's not a host. And I know it's sacrilegious because as a host, you would think like, I mean, they found a way to create content without hosts, which oh, it's, it's cheaper so for them to do because they just answer these questions. But... I love it because it's I think a lot of times the hosts are not good. No offense. My, I my, mean, my... it's a skill. A lot of people don't treat hosting as a skill, but it's an absolute skill. They're not all great. Just get me to the end. And you got to just like own it because the other ways I need to also be tuning in for you. Mm-hmm. And if I, I don't need to know you, then move on. So 100%. there was an Angela Bassett video. It was about 10 minutes and it was just her answering different questions. And one of it was. I think it's something about like which decade was her favorite so Ooh, what'd far. You say? 40s. Because See? she said you've got that wisdom that you've developed past the 20s and the 30s and mm-hmm. your body is still active. Yeah. You know? so. I hear that from women all the time. Everybody says that your 40s is your best. My mom always said that her for- 43 was the best. And like everybody else is like 40s, 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 because you're still kind of young. You got mm-hmm. that age, but you're respected. Mm-hmm. I mean, in yes. Hollywood, you're an old crone. But in the real I mean, world, yeah. you're <laughs> still vibrant and living that life. And you, and you don't get to surprise give a shit. people because you're going to be like, they're going to be like, what? You're 40? You're like, yep, living my best life, doing these things. Exactly. Because everybody thinks 40 good. is like golden girls and 40 is not golden <laughs> girls. <laughs> they are not. Yes. Well, speaking of, you brought me to the first topic that I, well, a topic that was on here. You know what? Did you watch 30 Rock? 30 Rock had uh-huh. Tracy Jordan, 
had uh-huh. this theory about celebrity deaths and rule of three. And oh, wow, yes. is it true? Jinx. Betty White. Yep. Sydney Poitier. Yep. Bob Saget. I know it's so sad. Three big giant pillars in their yes. own separate individual ways. I do have to yes. say when I saw, so the rule of three, I'm, we are the same hive mind because I literally <laughs> texted my group chat after somebody was like, Hey, sad about Bob Saget. And I was like, yeah, I guess rule of three is true. And they were like, what? What is rule of three? And I had to explain it. And then when I saw it on the notes, I was like, yep, James knows. And then guess what happened? This is how you can tell when you need more people of color in your group chat. Oh, they're probably going to listen to this. But they Uh need more people of color in the group chat. They were like, who's Sydney Poet TR? No, thank God they didn't. But they were like, who's the third one that died? And I was like, okay, you guys. How is this not? I mean, we're having a moment right now. And like the man was like 94. Yeah, know, he was old. It's, yeah. But in still it just, legend. I think it's so sad. It's so close, like right after Cicely Tyson. And again, these folks have like they've done the work. They did their Legends. time here on to the next, you know, you know, space. And mm. I, I have it cooking on my Audible. I've been waiting. I bought I'm really big into audio. You know, I love an audiobook biography mm. by like people that I really admire. And mm. I got I did the Cicely Tyson one. Yes. The Wild. Such a good one. You love that um, one. And I also I've been had cooking. I've been having uh, I had the Sydney Poitier one just waiting for me. So now it feels like a very apropos time. So I will to... say after the one friend was like, who's the third one that died? and i put sydney poitier another friend came in and was like i read the i read his biography it's very good so see mm-hmm. yep nope that's it exactly look at me put in the girl chat exactly. on blast put uh, in the girl chat on blast okay and okay i wanted to share with you mm. some really i have a question for you this is we're okay. gonna go the theoretical or philosophical philosophical Ooh, here we go philosophy class so if a golden globe is won but nobody's able to see the winner did it really even happen yes bitch that's the way it should be (laughs) that's the way that it should always be i'm sick of false idols it's like a tree falls in the forest and it falls did it really fall anybody really yes it did and it prevented a forest fire (laughs) from happening you got okay. the award. What's her face from um, Pose? She won. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I got the name right here. Jay Hernandez. Yes. I, is it is Michaela? Is it Michaela J. J. Rodriguez? Yes, so, Rodriguez. I'm sorry. So she y'all. changed Michaela her name. J. Rodriguez. She used to be oh, MJ. She, it. she used to be MJ oh. Rodriguez, and now she's Michaela. And I think she's trying to do a singing career. Oh, I saw a music video. She was mm-hmm. working out. She's so working that, it. Okay, because Aneke, I was really mm-hmm. perplexed because I we talked about this on my morning radio show. Okay, um, Ooh, plug, 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 show? plug, 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 plug. So those of you, uh, you can wake up, ever, you can get on up with me and Renee Colbert from Can I Pet Your Dog. We have a daily morning show on the Alexa device. If you have an Alexa device, all you have to do is say, Alexa, open back channel. You will oh. see Renee and I, or you can go to the back channel YouTube channel. But anyways, back we were talking channel. about this, that and I stumbled like back all over. <laughs> 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 I stumbled all over her name, and I was like, "How am I stumbling over her name?" Oh yeah, because she changed the it. change. Yeah, good for her. Be yeah, that. and but okay, 
So she won. Oh, oh, there's so many. And here's the thing that I'm kind of, uh, so the Golden Globes, to catch y'all up, if you were like, I was in a coma, what happened? Yeah, I mean, we the all Golden... were. What was 2021? <laughs> Where were we? Who are we? What's happening? So previously on Golden Globes is trash. Uh, we were also caught up being like, Oscars used to white. Oscars used to white. And Golden Globes is like, mm-hmm, yeah, look at them, right? And then I we're know, like, exactly. hold on. <laughs> What's going on over here in Golden Globe? Because they let it be known when they all the votes came in and it was like, uh, what is it? White girl in Paris? Emily in Paris? I mean, basically. <laughs> people were like, hold on. What's going on? Let's look at the register. Who's in here? Okay. Yep. All white people and Whoopi Goldberg? Well, this is not okay. Like, it was just Whoopi was like yep. the only black person up in the, in the group. And Which so is, then we were like, we need to put a... We need to put a pause on the Golden Globes. And the Golden Globes is like, and then to the point where like no one would cover them. NBC was like, y'all, we can't air this. This is trash. And so they're like, right. we're going to take some time to refigure ourselves out. So they still have the awards. It just wasn't aired. And I have to say, looking at some of these winners, I wish it had been aired. They they turned the beat around in one year because seeing MJ yep. Rodriguez, Michaela's speech would have been powerful. Yes. Um, Ariana DeBose, West Side Story, queer, Afro-Latina, she Powerful. Won. Powerful. West Side Story cleared up. Y'all, don't be sleeping on this necessary remake because there's no white people playing Latinx people, so we winning. <laughs> <sighs> Andrew Garfield won for Tick, Tick, Boom. Love him. I gotta I, watch that. I gotta watch that. I You love Rent. I know, Well, I don't know if I loved Rent. I like it. <laughs> I don't want to start our year off fighting. <laughs> you know what it is? It's an emotional roller coaster because last, like a few episodes ago, me and the guest yes. co-hosts were going on and on about how much we love it. And so yes. it's just, I'm having a moment. Okay. Um, I liked it. Okay. I liked we heard. It. We heard. <laughs> Grandma in the back heard that you like it, and even she knows what that means. Um, no, I mean, I mean this with all sincerity. I, I like it. If someone gave me an option to go see West Side Story versus Rent, I'd pick West Side Story, though. Okay, cool. <laughs> go see both. <laughs> okay, I Will Smith won for King Richard. Have you seen King Richard yet? He does do a good job in it. I haven't, but I like Beyonce's song that goes for it. <laughs> have you and listened you to the, it it's good i have oh it's really good yeah. i will say when i watched king richard and i've said this before in the podcast but first mm. time i'm saying it to you okay um i you, you watch the movie and you want it to go on for another two hours because it oh. gets to the point where they really start to make it and you really really i mean the ladies were involved first of all i didn't realize how many sisters there were yeah um, there's a ton of them uh, mm -hmm. and you see like the work that he put into making sure that they would get and he was a very eccentric character they do not hold back on that good um, and it's just a very it's a very it's an inspirational beautiful story give will smith the goddamn oscar already it, the okay. man's been working for it he, yeah, has, he has been working for it absolutely he has ali yep. um there was that concussion yes he, oh Oh, what's the one about the uh, based on a true story, the pursuit of happiness? Yes, like, Bay Area movie. He's been working. He's I just just and I'm listening. You know what? I'm a little biased. I'm listening to his audiobook right now. It's mm, really good. Will. Yes, <laughs> isn't and, that what it's called? Also, it's called Will. Yeah, because he was named for Will Power, and so the idea. It's a very inspirational oh. book because Will Smith. 
Will Smith be inspirational. He's the one where I got the quote, if you stay ready, you never got to get ready. Like yep. he is such a hard worker. And hearing so his story, you see the difference of why he made it and others didn't. Like these other mm. MCs, he was like he was early on in hip hop before it was mainstream. Like we oh, forget yeah. how like hip hop was like not like it was. And in fact, if you remember when he first came out, he was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince because yep. the DJs were the one that were getting the real name Ooh. and the MCs were just kind of like helping out, tagging along. Yeah. They were like um, hype men, hype men to the yep. DJs. Right. Yeah. And so the DJs were the, the biggest big thing. And so you just hear like his work ethic and also hearing a little bit about Jazzy Jeff's um, history. He had cancer oh. at the age of 15. Oh, shit. he was the youngest of like seven kids. He came from a musical family, was super like oh. into like uh, jazz music and stuff. And so he just had like you hear Will Talent. He just was such a had just a knack for spinning in this artistic wow i I need to you're really selling this biography because it's deeply interesting i mean a lot of times with these biographies you kind of like you get a little bit of insight and you're like whatever but he sounds like such like a fascinating person Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and also it's so true like we forget that he legit made hip-hop he brought hip-hop to like the pop stations like and then he had the TV mm-hmm. show. He was he's a hustler. And I think because he's just been so ubiquitous, yeah. we kind of take him for granted. And I think it's true. Give him an Oscar. Give him yes. his give Will Smith his credit. Yeah. You know, while we still have him. So we don't have to do like it's a time. retrospective when he's ninety six and he dies yes. number two out of three. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Oh man. you are a hundred a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I could thank you. I all of that. I but yeah, I big fan I, I big fan of the audiobook. I'm I'm only a few like hours into it, but I think it's a really inspirational story. If you listen to it, it's actually even helped me in my day to day because you just, when you hear someone and hear like their journeys and their hard work ethic and things like that, it just really does it inspires you. And yeah. where it came from is like hardcore dad who was really intense and he gets real real about his childhood and his oh, his wow. dad who was abusive and stuff like that. But you see where some of these things, um, you just see where his hard work ethic came from and ah. and you hear these stories about the other young MCs who are first starting out and they just. Mm-hmm. They would laugh. They're like, why are you rehearsing so much? And you see the difference between he was rehearsing all the time and where he went and where others didn't. So I love that. I'm going to I mean, the cover is dynamic, too. I love a good book cover. It's a very Mm -hmm. dynamic cover. Um, Have you seen the petition to have to have him and Jada stop being interviewed? what why uh because they keep sharing their secrets and everybody's sick of hearing about their relationship secret their entanglement <laughs> we they gave us the word entanglement i, know I will always thank them for that we thank you oh she got into an entanglement like uh-oh Aneke, we've got to get to a corner. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, coming up, we have the story of Seneca Village. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm Emily Heller. Nine years ago, we started a podcast to try and learn something new every episode. 
Things have gone a little off the rails since then. <laughs> Tune in to hear about low stakes neighborhood drama, gardening, the sordid, nasty underbelly of the horse girl lifestyle, hot sauce, addiction to TV and sweaty takes on celebrity culture, and the weirdest, grossest stuff you can find on wikipedia.org. We'll read all of it no matter how gross. <laughs> There's something for everyone on our podcast, Baby Geniuses. Hosted by us, two horny adult idiots. Hang out with us as we try and fail to retain any knowledge at all every other week on maximum fun you're in a theater the lights go down you're about to get swept up by the characters and all their little details and interpersonal dramas you look at them and think that person is so obviously in love with their best friend wait am i in love with my best friend that character's mom is so overbearing why doesn't she just stand up to her oh god do i need to stand up to my own mother if you've ever recognized yourself in a movie then join me jordan cruciola for the podcast feeling seen We've talked to author Susan Orlean on realizing her own marriage was falling apart after watching Adaptation, an adaptation of her own work, and comedian Hari Kondabolu on why Harold and Kumar was a depressingly important movie for Southeast Asians. So join me every Thursday for the Feeling Scene podcast here on Maximum Fun. I just, I really, I love ladies. I, ladies love cool, well james loves cool ladies i don't know uh yeah i think that's probably the best way to put it with that one. <laughs> i mean ladies love you they but do i do love them i don't know if you love them in the other i sense, think i sometimes but... i love ladies even more sometimes because like again like i will support mm. a female-led action movie and be like come on girls let's go and they're like i don't care yeah <laughs> like let's go <laughs> Um, I, love, I love I love ladies I love these ladies doing it for themselves okay oh here we go again here so we go. you know who else was doing it for themselves who? black people so black people no, doing so, it for themselves, themselves. <laughs> well we know the theme of the show okay so mm-hmm. uh, before there was Central Park there was a landscape mm-hmm. And it went from 82nd Street to West 89th Street. So we're in New York, Manhattan. Okay. And then big, then, yeah. then some big blocks. And it was this, those are big, this blocks. big blocks. This was the site of Seneca mm-hmm. Village, and it was a, a community of predominantly black folks who <laughs> that came out like, yes. "Baby, I'm black folks <laughs> own property." 1855. Oh, yes. Oh damn! Okay, so yes, by owning property when there's still slavery going exactly. on, exactly, that's a big deal. Exactly, and let's mm-hmm. me forget, New York was not no you know sanctuary that was like away from racism. No, it, ah, absolutely no, not. It was the bedrock for it. Like racist, microcosm, racist town. it's sort of like a little petri dish because you have all these different groups of people coming together, and it's like this experiment. It happened in New York first. So, yes. By 1855, the village consisted of about 225 residents, made up of roughly oh. two thirds black people, one third Ooh. Irish immigrants. So, oh, okay. you got that okay. going over there. So, a small number of individuals of German descent folks were also, you know, creeping on in there. And yeah. um, so, the idea with Seneca, Seneca Village, I. Uh, it allowed residents to live away from the more built-up sections of downtown Manhattan and escape the mm. unhealthy conditions and racial discrimination that they faced down there. It was just, I mean, slums. A safe People haven. built on top of each other. It just was, you know, ah. it was not great. Those, you know, 
hearing those stories about those slums. Um, the yeah, but that was on the only place that they had to live. They had to make it work, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no, that's exactly mm-hmm. it. And in fact, it's interesting because West Side Story takes place, the new one, where they're getting rid of one of the last slums that was up on like the Upper West Side. And you just don't even think about where the Lincoln Center was. Oh, it was this poor yeah. community. And then they're like, well, we got to build mm-hmm. an opera house. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I hate and that. then it's in, and then you have the these these uh the these you know disenfranchised uh white community fighting this other disenfranchised mm-hmm. community when it's like you y'all you know that's white supremacy where they will just try to one up at least one group so they feel like they have something over it exactly that's all, crabs in a that barrel is all in the new West Side Story like hat off oh check it out go watch that's it that's not people. even me trying to like read between the lines that is in the plot they say it mm. they say. Uh, Tony and Maria have a, not Tony, yeah, Tony and Maria have a conversation about race. She's like, mm, baby, it isn't like, she doesn't do that, that. She's not Good. my aunt, but. She's like, mm, uh-uh, baby. baby. Let me tell you. Us Puerto Ricans <laughs> out here doing it for ourselves. Let me tell you about women doing it for ourselves. ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't quite go there, but, you know. That I wish. That would have been the there. best. Oh, uh-uh, baby, let me tell you. <laughs> All right, so. That's a West Side Story I can get behind. You're like, sign me up for that. Sign me up. <laughs> so first and foremost, though, I do want to backtrack. Who had this land first, right? So I want to mm. acknowledge that it was the Lenape who first inhibited this land, um, and they first encountered the Europeans in the 1500s. And mm. it's been said that in 1626, the Lenape sold. I'm doing air quotes. Old air quotes. Okay. They sold Manhattan. To Peter Minuit, director of the Dutch settlement, for 60 guilders. So that's about $24. And for Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Worth yes. the trader of goods. However, here's the thing. The Lenape mm. did not see the transaction as the official handing over of one thing for another. They were like, oh, okay, this is a chance to share the land with the Dutch. Oh, rude. Mm-hmm. No. And so man, this Dutch guy, Manuit, was like, great, transaction complete. Here's your receipt. Um, mine. And they're like, oh, we own this. And then they renamed Manhattan New Amsterdam. Ew. Uh, and then what happened? I hate this. Is just like why does this always have to happen? It's like tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trifling ass white people. Uh huh. Yeah. Again, it's just like and again, just different ways of perception. They were like, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, we're trading some items. Cool. You gotta live here with us. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you taking this over? Got it. And like you still gentrification. You see this shit like still yep. Mm-hmm. So many Lenape, they died from diseases brought by those Europeans uh, because their bodies mm-hmm. had not developed the immunity and resistance. And mm-hmm. then New Amsterdam was taken over by the English in the 1660s, at which time they changed it to New York. And then by the early 1700s, the Lenape, who had survived, uh, were pretty much forced yeah. to move out of Canada. Um, yeah. Just constantly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then following the Treaty uh, of Estonian in 1758, uh, most of them migrated mm-hmm. eventually to Ontario, Wisconsin, and Oklahoma. Um, and some of them who managed to escape Christianity remained in New Jersey in, uh, in 1759. Um, and so they just pretty much were pretty much dispersed. Smaller numbers of the Lenape mm-hmm. and other tribes, um, such as the Nanatikoki, blended into Euro-American and black communities, and some of them even married settlers. So they just, again, 
ended up being incredibly dispersed. So I wanted to take a moment to like, wait, yeah. wait, wait, okay, yes. Like it was black people were had this little village, this little part, but who was it before that? Right. So it all really Seneca Village all really started back in 1825 when landowners in the air area John and Elizabeth Whitehead subdivided their land into about 200 lots. And so Andrew Williams, 25-year-old African-American shoe shiner, brought the first oh, okay. three lots for $125. That must have been a lot of money. Well, okay. Shining shoes he had that I mean, saved he, up. How many shoes he, is he? Wow. Mm-hmm. Who knew shining shoes was so <laughs> lucrative? But you know what? He probably was living Stop. at home, wasn't paying. I'm not calling him out because of the situation. He's probably at home, not paying rent. So he, has his, he had his money like you know saved up. But I bet that took a long time. Yeah. No shade, Andrew Williams. I know. He was doing the whole Tiana <gasps> thing in Princess and a Frog where he had his jars of change oh. and he finally was able to buy his thing. And you know who else was saving up money? Who? Epiphany Davis, who was a store clerk. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love Epiphany Davis. I am <laughs> I mean, here. name alone. Well, okay, all right. <laughs> you already know what one of my babies is about to be named. I don't, we got a epiphany. epiphany. She getting ready. It's such a beautiful name. And I'm like, I had a thought. It's uh, you. That's a epiphany. That's a, <laughs> that's why I love that. I had an epiphany. Um, it'll be. I had an epiphany. Literally her parents. Wow. Credits to them. 1850s black folk. You'd be doing they it with the names. That humor. was great. Epiphany Davis, a store clerk, bought 12 lots for $578. And then the AME Zion Church purchased another six lots. So they were just, boom, community. A community was born. Mm. I really love that intentionality around it. And it kind of makes you think, you know, you get a bunch of your friends, you could just kind of make your own little community or neighborhood, buying little little. I love it. Safe haven. Yes. For black people. 100%. To the point where I love that even the church was like, okay, we need to, let's, you know, get some of these lots, these lots so we can have a community. And then 1825 to Mm -hmm. 1832, the Whiteheads sold about half of their land parcels to other black folks. They're like, oh, black folks want this. Okay, sell them and sell them it. And then by the early 1830s, there are approximately 10 homes in the village. So they're Mm -hmm. building it up. And there is some evidence okay. that residents had gardens and raised livestock in Seneca Village as well. And the nearby Hudson Damn. River was likely a source of fishing for the community. So, I mean, this sounds like a dream. That's so wild. You've got it sounds so agrarian also, for if New you've York. Ever been, it's where <laughs> spoiler alert Central Park is. Is where this exists, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. this is where Central Park will eventually be. How we'll find how this happens. No, it's nowhere, nothing good. So there was a nearby spring, like a also known ending. as T- Tanner Spring, provided water. They also remember they had livestock, so this is really wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the 1850s, Seneca yeah. Village had about 50 homes and three churches, uh, wow. as well as a burial ground and a school for black students. So it's it's bopping up. They got it. They got what they it's need. Just, it's yeah. Let's build got it. What they need. If you build it, they will come. What's interesting about the burial ground is that there is no mm. burial ground current. I don't. I walk through Central Park and I don't. See, so put a pin in this about that burial ground. Oh yeah. yeah. Where did those people go? Exactly. Where did those people mm-hmm. go? Y'all playing mm. volleyball over them. So the thriving oh, black Lord. community. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you just folks out here in Central Park wilding. See, that's what they need to know. Somebody is, I you know, know they absolutely need to know. Someone's going for a jog right now in Central Park and they're like, ooh, 
as they're listening to this. That's the beginning of a horror listen, movie right as there. As they're listening to this. Yeah. They're going to be like, uh-oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I found Epiphany Davis. <laughs> um, I know. Hey, you don't want don't Epiphany coming for you. Epiphany because you will have an Epiphany. You better not. So we got a Ooh. black community up here. It was FUBU, for mm-hmm. us, by us, let's go. And it offered the opportunity yes. to live in an autonomous community um, away from the densely populated downtown. As we mentioned, you know, it was super racist as well. And, okay, here's what we get Raising to the- your livestock, fishing? It sounds like a retreat. And here's where we get into the what we were talking about earlier, alluding to. So despite New York State's abolition of slavery in 1827, well- Mm-hmm. White people get so white, and white supremacy is still going to live long, all the live long day. Yeah. And discrimination was and still prosper. prevalent throughout New York City, and so it really uh, severely limited the lives of black folks. And mm. Seneca Village's remote location provided it was a refuge, like you were saying, it was like a safe haven for people. And so they would escape, yes. they would go up here, get away from those unhealthy conditions. They had space, they could be safe. I just hard to believe this was in Manhattan. And also, James, I just like to bring up really quickly the whole time you're mentioning all of this. All I can think about is nasty ass gangs of New York. So I'm just thinking about nasty ass, dirty ass gangs of New York. And then you just travel up a little bit and you got black paradise where people be fishing and hanging out with their livestock. That is exactly it. And if you're watching Gangs of New York, you're like, where are the black people? They're out of this mess. They're up there. Well, also, <laughs> it's white Hollywood at its finest, and they're not going to put us in the movie, except like in the background, like one part. Yep. So there's that. But I like to believe a yep. different story. We're like, mm, y'all nasty and racist. Yes. I'm going to be upstate. We're go to this park. I'll be with my, my cows and my fishing. And Epiphany mm-hmm. and I will do a little jig. They actually invented the thriller because they were doing it for oh. themselves. They um, were. <laughs> so compared to other black folks living in New York, residents of Seneca Village obviously had a more stable and prosperous life. And it makes sense. I mean, this is even just like social science, right? You take people out of some craziness and you allow them to be able to blossom. Shawam. Right. So by by 1855, (laughs) approximately half of them owned their own home. So we love that opening property. And where property ownership came rights not commonly held by black folks in the city. Namely, Mm. they got to vote. Because they own their homes. Oh. So they're getting participation. So I love in 1821, this. oh, but okay, you know white people going white. In 1821, I New know. York State then required African men to own at least $250 in property and hold residency okay. for at least three years Rude. to be able to vote. Um, and Parameters. It's so wild because like, you still see this same shit happening today in terms of like voting rights oh, and yeah. this discrimination. Oh, we're about to see a ton of it. Keep your eyes. Watch this space. Mm-hmm. Because it's happening right now. So wild. And you said, we're like, oh, we're in the Mm. future, 2022. And yet, it's the same shit that was happening in the 1821. (sighs) 200 years ago. 200 years ago. Same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Same exact thing. Because these are the descendants trying to get back their power. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I hate Mm -hmm. it. Doing the same ass things. And so of the 100 Mm -hmm. black New Yorkers eligible to vote in 1845, 10 lived in Seneca Village. So they were like, okay, you go vote over here. Just thinking like okay. there was only 100 black New Yorkers who could vote as well. It's wild to think. 
And then to think of the dirty ass gangs of New York. You just keep going back to that. <laughs> black guys that get to vote. Over the black oh yeah, people. they're just like oh. I'm Have you seen that movie? I, they are dirty. You know what? I only made they it, really up the dirt I've on that only movie. Only seen a half of it. I remember I was watching it. You know what? I I gave up yeah. because of Cameron Diaz's non accent. She was like, I'm not even gonna try. Or did she try? Yeah, if she, she didn't gives try. up halfway through. Like it was something I was like, I can't. Everyone else is like top of the morning and she's like hey <laughs> I couldn't. but honestly she had the right accent oh you're right yeah okay you know everybody else doing their weird british accent what you doing you're in america it's new york mm-hmm. gangs of new york yeah, no, that's true it's true you know? it's similar like you remember i it took me what's that movie where they take place in france and they all have british, last duel yeah you're very upset they all by have that. british accents <laughs> and they're like fuck the british and i'm like wait y'all are talking about the british accent wait a minute <laughs> I don't understand why they all didn't do a French accent or hire French actors who could do. I don't understand it. It doesn't. Because we were colonized by Britain. If we were like in Haiti or something where we were colonized by the French, then we would be centralizing you know, I, that accent. I, people forget that we were colonized here. That's why we respect British people so that much. That is very true. That is very true. Um, in fact, that's why when so at work, <laughs> we're organizing Black History Month programming and people are like, well, what about our UK team? Are they able to participate if we do it at this time? I'm like, I'm not catering Black History Month for the colonizers. Sorry, I'm not sorry. No. <laughs> what about oh, can the colonizers make, make it? I know. They'll figure it out. <laughs> but I am not. No. Well, you know what? Our one black British person, he left the company. So George is Oh, here, well, then you don't have anything so to worry about. There you good. go. Done and done. Was good, done UK. And what's, done. To quote, uh, <laughs> what's her face? I barely Nicki Minaj. Like. Was good, UK. Was good. I don't even really like her anymore. <laughs> she went off on Leanne. Who, Nicki Minaj? Anyway, she got into a little mixed drama eh. and she needed to get out of there. Who? Nicki Minaj? She went off on Leanne. Of course you don't like her. You know how she was talking about her cousin's friend's balls, mm-hmm. and that's why she doesn't want to get a vaccination. She's problematic. She is. So I'm going to put her in the Kanye bucket and um, <laughs> right over there. <laughs> so anyways, this when we talk about this, the fa- um, you know the fact that many residents were property owner, owners, it really contradicts some of the common mis- uh, perceptions during the mid 19th century that people living on the land mm. slated for the park were poor squatters. So that's a lot of the stories that you'll hear about Seneca Village of like, oh, there were just these, there used to be poor. So I remember hearing that when I, like in high school, there were, oh, there used to be people who lived there. Yeah. They were living in shanties. No, these were wealthy property owners. Yep. And again, they tell this exactly. story to be like, oh, well, you know, it's just some you know shanty living people so we built a park it's a playbook yeah. it is a full ass playbook yeah. that is used over and over and over again it's ridiculous now there were to, there were some people who did live in shanties but most lived in okay, two story homes st- <laughs> <laughs> just to point the big i want to come truth i want to come correct but there but were here's people the thing. Who there's lived in shanties in downtown new york too the whole gangs of new york is a whole shanty town <laughs> You, yes, you New right. York was a shanty it really town. Was. It was a shanty city, and it was. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So the census. I am going to watch The Gilded Age, though, on HBO. It looks like it might be good. Yeah. There's Black Lady in it, and there's mm-hmm. Miranda's in it mm-hmm. from Sex and the City. Mm-hmm. You know? You had me at Black mm-hmm. Lady. All about New York. So the census <laughs> records show that. <laughs> 
because you know she's gonna be in there doing it for herself. So I gotta be there to watch she her. She is, do it. of course. I think even in the trailer, it's like her being like, "I got to do this for See? myself or okay. something." Probably. No, she was it's our it's our story. It's our generational <laughs> trauma. We're always out here doing it for ourselves. So the census record shows that residents were employed with. Um, uh, African-Americans typically employed as laborers and in service jobs, Mm -hmm. uh, which was the main option for them. And records also show that most children who lived in the Seneca village went to school. So all this to say, this was a booming community. So what happened? Why am I playing Frisbee on the, in that area? Great question. Yeah. What what happened? So what happened? So during the early 1850s, the city began planning for a large municipal park, to counter unhealthy urban conditions and provide space for recreation, which AKA get rid of black people. <laughs> yes. But this is also wild because like, <laughs> even in the 1850s, people were already stressed and anxious in New York city. Like it just has always been a I stressful mean, and anxiety inducing place. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. The New York state legislature enacted a law that set aside 775 acres of land in Manhattan from 59th Street to 106th Street, between 5th and 8th Avenues, to create the country's first major landscape public park. But excuse me, I live here. Hello, there's people so here. So how are you? Hello. So imagine this, where you live, the city was just like, yeah, we're going to build a park right over that. We, we passed a law. Can you... I c- I can't even like fuck the up house. This is a whole village where they're tearing it down because they want to build something and not even like it's a park, you know, parks are great, but it just seems like you take the land away. That's the most ridiculous part. Mm -hmm. You take the land away when it was ideal land. You let it sit there, let people get on there, live there, and then you take it away again to, like, build nature. Build like, yeah. what? It doesn't make any sense. Like, it was just sitting there. Black folks were like, okay, I'm going to build my home there. Like, cute. We love this. We're building a park. Oh, my God. Um, But you can play Frisbee. <laughs> Fuck off. So <laughs> how did they legally get it? The city acquired the land through eminent domain, the law that allows the government Mm-mm. to take private land for public use with compensation paid to the landowner. Also okay, wild. how much compensated? So this was actually know, a common practice crazy. in the 19th century, and it had been used to build Manhattan's grid of streets decades earlier, um, which I will Mm-mm-mm. say snaps to that grid because that grid is, it is nice. I look around San Francisco, I'm like, we need a grid. <laughs> Why is this street I like how you're angled? like, kick them out to make it Why convenient is for me. Well, then you just move <laughs> them. <laughs> I just say move them so, like, I'm not saying kick them out. Just move them like, oh, we're going to move your house back over here. Like, that's. You know, just clean it up. I love a grid. I love a grid. It, it makes more sense. We got streets every no which frisbee, way. No <laughs> frisbee. Yes, order. <laughs> you know what I like. So there are roughly 1,600 <laughs> inhabitants displaced throughout the area. Although landowners Damn. were compensated, obviously you will not be surprised that many argue that they it was undervalued. Oh, they're like, of course it was. Quarter. Bye. Yeah. Just like the fucking Dutch yes. did to the indigenous population 100%. that was here before. So ultimately, all residents had to leave by the end of 1857, and research is underway right now to determine sen- uh, where those uh, residents relocated. Um, some have went on mm. to other African-American communities. There was uh, Sandy Ground in Staten Island, Skunk Hollow mm. in New Jersey. <laughs> Um, oh. these names. So, um, right yeah. now there is, if you go to, um, Central Park, 
there is like a little mm-hmm. dedication placard where you can learn more about Seneca Village. Um, in oh, 2011, okay. cool Arche- placard. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Look at me. I was all excited. It was like, oh, well, you know what? There is a plaque in Central Park. I guess because I'm like, at least Central Park is like acknowledging it, you know? At least that. At that's least that. Not, like, I mean, that's, mean? that's low hanging fruit to get a placard in well, there. And it's like, it's like a several but, you placard. Know. You know, when it's like a lot of placards, okay. you know? It, I want a museum pictures. with a little diorama of the actual village. I want a little setup. You know, I love a life size diorama yeah. where they have like, this is how the room looked where so and so lived. Like, give me one of those. Yeah. You know, y'all have plenty of space. It's a big ass park. You have plenty of space to run around and play frisbee. In 2011, because it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. They do. It's, it's true. Big ass park. Mm-hmm. Central Park is huge. It's huge. And in 2011, and here's what they they could have done if they really were like, well, we just if let's say let's say this village was in the middle of the park. If they wanted to, they could have just said, okay, we're going to move your houses back a few blocks instead of just displacing people. You know. Or make two parks, one on either side. That's true. Ooh, that's What's a cute little that? neighborhood. You're like, a then park you got to my two left. cute parks. All right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dang, that property value would have been up. They would have swindled. Oh my out god! Of those but you know, people were like, "I don't want to go to those parks by black people mm-hmm. because they would have chased them out <laughs> once someday. again." So in 2011, oh, archaeologists yeah. from Columbia University and the oh. City University of New York conducted a Ooh, dig of the site, and they uncovered artifacts such as an iron tea kettle, a roasting pan, a stoneware beer bottle, fragments of Chinese wow. export porcelain, and a small shoe Ooh. with a leather sole and fabric um, and fabric up- uppers. So. Um, um, they're you know oh, just cute. finding new new things and uh, I love this. Yeah, it lived. It was only for thirty two years, but it's understood as a tight knit community that served as a stabilizing and empowering force in uncertain times. So that wow. is Seneca Village. Next time you walk through Central Village ne- or Park, next time I walk through Central Park, I'll be thinking about the past residents of Seneca Village yeah. and how they deserve better. Yes, 100%. so. That was good, Central Park. Was good. Was good. Well, there we have it. Another episode done. You've learned. You laughed. You played. You did all three. I know it. I know that you did. Well, that's going to do it for us. Remember, we're on the Instagrams. Make sure to follow because there'll be some behind-the-scenes video or even just video of us doing the thing you just heard. But maybe you want to see what faces we're making. So be sure to follow us at Minority Corner. And you can also email MinorityCorner at gmail.com. Though, I'm going to be honest, I haven't checked it in a while. So I... Instagram us. That'll be the best way. If you got something that you want to share with us, things might get lost in that email. We're working on it. Working on it, letting you know how everything is just working behind the curtains here. And I just want to thank a few folks here. I'd like to thank you first and foremost. You're listening. Not only are you listening, but you're listening to the end. Who knows what I'm going to say? There could be some tidbit. You know, it's like the MCU. You watch till the end of the credits. So I want to thank you because you're still here listening to me gib gab. And I also would like to thank our wonderful editor and producer, Sarah Brown, production coordinator, Lori Fowler, our Maximum Fun Drive members who helped just keeping this show going six and a half years strong, 330 plus episodes. Here we are. Big thanks to you all so much. Have a great and wonderful week. We'll be back here next week with more good good coming your way. 
Thank you so much for listening to Minority Corner. Because together, we're the majority. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.